Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You can wrap this one, my friend, in maroon and white. Ten seconds, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Bingo! You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi, covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. It's Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad down there in Studio X. That's Rhino. Rhino, I want a guarantee from you. You're going to guarantee it right now that the technical difficulties that plagued Sports Talk Mississippi today will not happen to us tonight. Guarantee it, Rhino. Please do it. Guaranteed. All right. You heard it from the man himself. Let's talk about today here with you on a Wednesday night. Thank you for joining me, as always. If you want to get in touch with the show, the text line is available to you, 601-879-4395. And I'll be happy to, to read most of your tweets. Our texts, no tweets. You can you can tweet at me at Brian Hey Dad. I'll be happy to do that. I will read most of your tweets, most of your texts. Some of you, no, no, you're not getting on with me. So, I uh, hope I got a short nap in after the Hulk Hogan I just did. I'm I'm really tired. Long day. Had to drive down to Madison today. Um, take my daughter to a doctor's appointment and then drove back in time to be. I missed the first segment of the show. So, here I am. And then I got to drive down tomorrow because we'll be at a. Uh, at the uh, Sanderson Farms Championship tomorrow, so well, I'm doing a lot in the capital city these 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 these, these days. Uh, so, but so it is what it is. Um, Mississippi State falls to two and three on the season, as you might have guessed. Again, it, it's so weird to me when we talk about state and where they are this year, being two and three. And I'm just looking at the prediction I made. And I'm just like, okay, that's where you had them. But then you watch them play, and you're like, that's not where I had them. It, it's a totally different team from what I predicted to what I am seeing, but this is what we're going to do here. We're going to we're going to do an exercise in positivity. Now, I don't know how that's going to go for me. The oil and water situation here, but let's just see if we can make it work. But are we overreacting? So let's look at this. Arizona last week. Played uh, played Washington deep into the fourth quarter of a tight game. Just barely lost. I think Arizona's a bowl team. LSU, that's that's the one. We'll come back to LSU. Let's come back to LSU. South Carolina, I mean, it's tough to win on the road. You lost by seven. Will Rogers played his best game of the year in that. If you'd had any kind of running game, you might have been able to to do something. If you could have gotten one stop on defense, you weren't you weren't too far off. I don't think South Carolina is very good, but it is tough to win on the road. State lost to a bad Kentucky team last year on the road. Um, twenty twenty one state lost to a, lost to Arkansas on the road. Lost to Memphis on the road. Twenty twenty they lost. I mean, you lose road games. It's tough to win on the road. Alabama is the second best team in the conference, in my opinion. They're starting to figure things out. I don't know that they're going to be a dominant team. I don't think they can win the national title. But they're a good, good football team. And you played them better than you've played in the last five years against Alabama. 
So are we overreacting? You know, I don't think any a whole ton of Mississippi State fans had this had the Bulldogs winning against LSU and Alabama. You might have had them beating South Carolina, but it's a close loss on the road. It's not like you can just look at it and go, "Well, that was completely awful and unexpected." It's it's the way they're playing, and I get that. The defense is not what anybody thought it was going to be. Will Rogers is so inconsistent week to week. Which is something you know, I, I could live if he was bad every week. I could I could live with that and just you got to move on. But when he has a game like he has against South Carolina, you're like, well, maybe he can make things work in this offense. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is there. The LSU game is the problem, though. The LSU game is the issue because in that game you only get rolled up 201 yards of offense. And then you watch Ole Miss put up 700-plus on LSU. Everybody that's played LSU has been better on offense than Mississippi State was. That includes Grambling. Grambling rushed for nearly 160 yards on the Tigers. State couldn't do anything in that game. And then defensively it was the same. They couldn't couldn't stop LSU at all in that game. That's the game that has me concerned about state long term. State losing to Alabama by twenty three, okay, no big deal. State lost to Alabama by twenty four last year, and won nine games. Don't care. State losing a game by seven on the road to a to a bad SEC team. State lost by ten last year to Kentucky, won nine games. Don't care. The LSU game is the game where I'm, I'm I've got it circled and I'm like that's a you know what poor performance in every sense of the word. That LSU team is not good enough to come into Starkville and beat you 41 to 14. They just aren't. You know, to put up some points, yeah, that offense is really really good. But there is no excuse for how poor state was offensively in that game. There just isn't. But at the same time, through the years, LSU consistently has beaten Mississippi State. They've they've beaten them 20, 28 of the last 32. So losing to LSU isn't, I mean, that doesn't derail a Mississippi State season. State has had a lot of good seasons, seasons that ended up in good bowl games, seasons that ended up in the top 25, where they lost to LSU. And they just, they just don't beat the Tigers very often. So... What you're going to need to find out about Mississippi State, you're going to find out in two weeks. I guess in three weeks. On the 21st. That's that's what, 17 days from today, when they travel to Arkansas. State, in all likelihood, will win this game Saturday. Western Michigan is not a very good football team. If State loses that game, we got a whole nother basket of issues to talk about. This show will become a very basketball-centric show, if that were to occur. Don't think it's going to occur. Not, not, not worried about that. Then you get your week off, which is really well timed if you're Mississippi State. You got some injuries. You can get everybody healed up, and then you got the two games on the road at Arkansas at Auburn, and those just those determine your season. You can go one and one and still be okay. You go two and zero, oh, you're just fine. You're doing really good at two and zero. Oh. Five because you're five and three. You feel really good about yourself. Four and four. Okay, we we can figure some things out. Three and five, it's over. It's over at that point. You know, at that point, you're probably the only game you I would say state would win at that point would be Southern Miss. I, I just don't 
I, did, I wouldn't see a path forward if they lose these next two games to Arkansas and to Auburn, getting past Western Michigan. So that's where your season hangs in the balance. It reminds me a lot of 2019 of Moorhead's last year, where in the middle of the season they had at Auburn and at Kentucky. I'm sorry, at Tennessee. And Auburn was pretty good that year. Uh, they ended up winning the West. I'm sorry, no, they didn't. LSU won the West that year. Uh, but they ended up beating uh, Alabama at the end of the season. They were pretty good that year. And then Tennessee wasn't very good at all. You went to Auburn and got completely manhandled. And then you went up to Tennessee completely lifeless and got lost that game. And you go 0 2 in that stretch. And that's why you finished 6 and 6 if you, instead of 7 and 5 or 8 and 4 or whatever. I think I had stayed 7 and 5. So I thought they would split those two games. I thought they would win at Tennessee. Because I knew that Tennessee team wasn't very good. The same thing here. You have to find a way to, to at least split. If you split those games, I would be willing to say, okay, they'll beat Southern Miss to get to five, and then Kentucky, A&M, Ole Miss, can they find one more win? I think they can. I think they can win one of those games. I know the Ole Miss fans are, are starting to chomp right now. Don't act like the Egg Bowl is ever set in stone before we get there. So it's, 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 it's all about these next two after this week. This week is something. And we can learn a lot from this game. We're going to talk about that later in the show, what we can learn from the Western Michigan game, what we can take away from it. There are some things to take away, for sure, some things we need to be watching for. But state season hinges on these back-to-back road trips to Auburn and to Arkansas and Auburn. Arkansas is not a good football team. I think Ole Miss is going to run them up and down the field Saturday night in Oxford. Looking forward to being in Vaught-Hemingway to watch that game. I don't think Auburn is very good. I think they can score. I think it's, it's it's interesting. You have two separate teams. I don't think Arkansas can stop anybody, and I don't think Auburn can score. So State's going to have to put points on the board against Arkansas, and State's going to have to grind it out against Auburn because they're good defensively. you got to find a way to win one of those games. And if you do that, you, you, you I think you're going to end up being okay. I really do think that. But if you lose them both, then the season as as is basically over at that point. It, it basically is over at that point. So, yeah. got to do what you got to do if you're Zach Harnett. Got to do what you got to do if, if you're Matt Brock and Kevin Barbet and Will Rogers and everybody else in Marine and Wine. You got you to handle your business in those games. You beat both those teams last year. You beat an Auburn two in a row. Neither one of them are great. Go beat them. I know it's on the road. Go beat them. Don't have any choice in the matter. All right, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about this Andy Staples article that we hit on on Sports uh, sports Talk Mississippi about uh, hot seat coaches and such and, and Arnett's contract. Let's talk about that when we come back. This is Thunder and Lightning live here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Listen up! There is a storm coming! One of those things. 
So to get the tickets to this game I'm going to Saturday in and in Oxford, you know, you got to sign up on Ole Miss's website with with an with an account. And now I'm getting emails from Ole Miss. So we got to I got to do something about that. I, I don't need that in my inbox. I don't need that. I don't need the heartache there. That just I don't need that. I'll I'll figure that out later. Uh it's Thunder and Lightning live here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad. Rhino down there in Studio X. Rhino, I do have a question for you today. Uh, you did you get the uh, the emergency alert on your phone today? I did. You did? Okay. Were you on the air when it happened? No, it was right after middays got done, and I'd kind of been okay. not looking forward to it, but I knew it was coming, and then it went off two minutes early, yeah. which kind of bothered me. So my, my my daughter and I are in the car coming back from Jackson, and her phone went off, but mine didn't. I have never gotten the message. Hmm. So are, do they just assume I'm good? They're like, hey, Dad's okay. He doesn't need to be aware of any emergencies. He can handle himself. Maybe you've So let me know on the text the line. Side. Maybe so. Let me know on the text line if you guys got your, your emergency alert message. Apparently my other daughter got it as well, but my wife did not. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I want to know if, uh, if, if it was just me or what happened there. Why? Why the? Why the, You know, I've always said that though, right? I've always said I wish the government didn't know I existed. Maybe this is the start of that. I can live with that decision. Um, Andy Staples, good guy, great college football writer, maybe the best in the business. Works for our friends over at On Three. We do have friends at On Three now, by the way. Uh, wrote an article today about a few college football coaches called a hot seat status check, who's safe, who's not. Got about six coaches here on this list. And, and surpri- you know, I'll say surprisingly, Zach Arnett's on the list because Zach Arnett is a, uh, a first-year head coach. But that's how, he, that's how he sums it up. He says incredibly, his status is incredibly perilous for a first-year coach. I'm trying to – I really legitimately can't remember the last coach to, to get fired after one year. Just got one year, and they were like, "Yeah, we're good." I, 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 have to, I need to go look at that. I don't know that. I don't know that off the top of my head. But what I found most interesting about this article is he got he got hold. I guess he, he put a freedom of information request in, and got hold of Arnett's deal, his contract, four year deal, three million a year. We knew all that. Here are some details that we didn't. We may not have known. Buyout calls for him to get fifty percent of the remaining amount of the contract. So at the end of this year, that would be $9 million. 50% would be four and a half mil over three years. So you, you could, so, so first and foremost, you have three years to pay $4.5 million. That is not a lot of money in college football. $1.5 million a year. You know, and I'm not saying that it's chump change, but I'm saying that it's not that much money. But unlike a lot of other deals out there, Mississippi State's leadership, Dr. Keenum, Bracky Brett at the time, who was the, the interim AD when this contract was signed, included a what is called duty to mitigate, which simply means that if Zach Arnett is let go by Mississippi State and then he takes a job as the defensive coordinator anywhere else, that salary is taken into account as part of what Mississippi State would pay him. So let's just, let's just, let's just say it like this. Let's say Zach Arnett leaves Mississippi State and gets hired by we'll just throw a name out there. I don't I don't know the status of their defensive coordinator. I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say Miami. Just say with Miami. And Miami pays him, gives him a, a three year deal worth seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. That means states 
price goes down to $750,000 a year. So they would pay $2.25 million over three years to Zach Harnett. Now, as I said on Sports Talk, and I'll say again here, that looks like a lot of y'all got the uh, the message there. I did not. Oh, I got. I was told that if uh, I might have a cold beverage waiting on me from our friend Smitty in Oxford. Smitty, I may take you up on that. Uh, I don't know a lot about contracts. I don't. I'm not a lawyer. I've never played one on television. But that to me is written like a like a parachute almost. Like, hey, in case the plane crashes, we got this. To only have to pay a coach, I mean, at most four point five million. But Zach Arnett would be in demand. He would immediately go to the top of the list of available defensive coordinators. Because he could point to people like, hey, look what look what happened when I stopped coordinating the defense. They fell apart. He he could use his own struggles as, as a negotiating point. Now, we say all that with State sitting at 2-3. and three. There's seven games left to play. They could just as easily win this game Saturday, go into their bye week, find some juice, beat Arkansas, beat Auburn, and be poised for a big November. You know, a November that swings their season to seven wins, maybe even eight if things go really, really well. But on the same side of that coin, they could win this weekend, or, they, or something worse could happen. Something worse could happen. We got a lot to talk about. But they could lose those games to Auburn and Arkansas and finish the season missing a bowl game with all these seniors. And then, you know, Zach Selman, and that's the thing with, with this situation is Selman is in, is in there saying, I didn't hire this guy. That, that's not the coach that I hired. I came in and he was already in place. So I think that makes the decision, you know, if it comes to that, a little bit easier for him. I think basically Mississippi State told Zach Arnett, you have an opportunity to come to have one of the top coaching jobs in the country. There's only 14 SEC jobs. You're going to have one of them. We're going to start you off at a pay scale commiserate with your head coaching uh, experience, which is none. But you go out there and you put together a tremendous season, and we can just start from scratch. Contracts get taken away every year. You, you see guys all the time. They have a four-year deal, and next thing you know, they've got a new four-year deal for a certain more for more money, with more buyouts and more leverage and more incentives. My guess is that was the handshake agreement. But now Mississippi State does have a way if it can if it goes bad that uh, you know Ellis Johnson. That's a good one. Now State's not like that. It's not that bad. Don't don't let Luke Johnson hear about L.S. Johnson. I don't know if that's 12 L's or not, Luke, but I did my best. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's, that, that's the way this is setting up. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens if State doesn't turn things around. Now is State going to turn things around? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I don't I don't I don't have a strong lean, to be totally honest with you guys. You know, I, I, I have not seen enough from state to make me think, yeah, they're gonna get this figured out. LSU and all and Alabama are just tough. They'll be they'll be fine. But on the other side of the coin, I haven't seen enough from Arkansas and Auburn and, and quite honestly, 
You know, Texas A&M and Ole Miss have flaws. They have flaws that on, on a given Saturday they can lose. Nobody's unbeatable in the SEC West, for sure. Nobody is. Anybody can show up and get beat. Ole Miss could lose this weekend. Alabama could lose this weekend. We just saw LSU lose. Any, anybody can lose in the West. So they've got to get it turned around. They have the opportunities to turn it around. It's, it's just going to be figuring things out. Now, it's a big turnaround. And some of it is talent-related, and there's nothing you can do there. You can't, can't, you can't go into the portal at this time of year. You certainly can't make a trade. You kind of got the guys you've got. I'm interested to see what this weekend looks like in terms of the depth chart, in terms of the rotations, and in terms of who gets to play what and for how long. And I think you kind of see where I'm leaning on that. Obviously, I'm, I'm talking about quarterback a little bit, too. I'm talking about does, does Will Rogers get the full game? Do they finally give Mike Wright some time here? Can they get out to an early lead and say, Mike, why don't we see what you got out there? That's what Alabama did, by the way. Everybody was was clamoring for their backups. So what did Saban do? Okay, I'll play the backups, and you can see how bad they are. And now everybody's like, yep, Jalen Milrow, that's our guy. Milrow has a, didn't play incredibly well against Ole Miss. He was good against State, but everybody's been good against State. There's no, there's nothing there. But you saw how bad their backups were, so everybody's cool. So you could do the same here. You say, all right, Mike, get out there. And if he's bad and we all see it, we stop having the discussion. We stop saying, hey, maybe they should play Mike Wright because it becomes, hey, I saw Mike Wright and he's not any good. What if he is good, though? Well, and that's a whole different bucket of worms now, isn't it? Let's talk about that when we come back. What can Mississippi State take away from this game against Western Michigan? I think it's a little bit more than, than you think. So we'll see that. We'll do it when we come back. This is Thunder and Lightning live here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Back here on Thunder and Lightning. If you don't already, please subscribe to the Thunder and Lightning podcast. Five days a week, Mississippi State talk, plus a lot of other stuff. Uh, for example, uh, today on Thunder and Lightning, Robbie and I uh, made the noise of flatulence uh, live on the show for you to listen to. Now, if that isn't enthralling content, I don't know what it is. Uh, we also debated whether or not water is wet. He had a lot of trouble understanding the concept that water is not wet by definition. I don't know why it was so hard for him to understand. But if that sounds interesting to you, 
have I got the podcast for you. Plus Mississippi State sports sometimes. So subscribe to the Thunder and Lightning podcast. Please rate and review. Five stars. You can say whatever you want as long as you give me a five-star review. Call me fat. Call me ugly. Talk about my mom. Don't care. Just five stars. Also, you should you should be checking out and subscribing and rating on our other podcast here on Super Talk, The Rebel Report, The Eagle Hour, and, of course, the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast, all available wherever you guys get podcasts from, or at supertalk.fm, which is our website, which is an incredible resource for people here in our state. News, opinion, all of our shows, all of our podcasts, uh, weather, everything you're looking for, one stop, supertalk.fm. Bookmark that if you want. And it's free, by the way. No, we no 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 charge. Plus, right now, if you if you subscribe now, uh, we will send you a free glossy eight by ten autographed glamour shot of Rhino. I don't know if he knew that or not, but we are we are offering that deal right now. Feathered bow and all. Yes, yes. We 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 he we we got him to look like the macho man, Randy Savage, basically. Ooh, yeah. People people were excited about my Hulk Hogan promo on today's show. I may try to do the Macho Man next week, but that is heck on my throat. Like to to try to talk for like Randy Savage for sixty seconds. I don't know how he did it in real life because it's it's difficult. Like once you get past like the, the second tonight on Thunder and Lightning, yeah. It, already. I'm like, I want to cough. So well, we're gonna have to I'll, I'll figure it out though between now and then. Uh this Saturday, eleven AM kick. Uh, here at Davis Wade Stadium, Mississippi State versus Western Michigan, and you know they use the term "get right" game sometimes, but I don't know that you can have a get right game against a team that you just should beat. Like a get right game should be against a team, or maybe it's a little little iffy. If State was playing Vanderbilt on on Saturday, man, that'd be a get right game. I don't know, um, but. You see a game like this on the schedule, and you think it's kind of like southeastern Louisiana. Ah, you can't take anything away from it. I disagree. Especially five games in, especially with the struggle State has had, I think you can take away quite a bit. I'm going to start at the quarterback position. Dwayne DeBrandon's just going to have to get over it. He's got to be mad at me, Dwayne, because you've got to bandana or no bandana for uh, for the macho man. I, I, I don't have a bandana. If I, if I can get one between now and next Wednesday, I will do that. I'll, I'll I'll put it on, have it ready to go. Which maybe if I can get some sunglasses too. Uh, I don't pick my intro and outro music. That is uh, that is Rhino. He has impeccably good taste though. Fantastic stuff. Um, State's got to play Mike Wright this weekend, or just or just don't play him at all and and let the fans know that's what's going to happen. Have Zach Arnett come out on, on after the game Saturday. Somebody asked, Coach, we didn't see Mike Wright today. Yeah, we've decided Mike Wright is not going to play this year. Only if Will Rogers uh, leaves the, the the team will will we play Mike Wright. Otherwise, he's got to play this week, and you got you got to show everybody what you got there. And if he plays better than Will Rogers, well, then make you got to have to make a decision on that now, aren't you? They pay you three million dollars a year to make these tough decisions. You need to do it because you've got a fan base of people convinced. That Mike Wright can play better than Will Rogers. Well, if he can, he can, and if he can, he can't. But I'd like to see it one way or the other. Simple as that. You got it. You got it. You got to show the world what you got with Mike Wright. Either let him play, or or just just stop the charade of this one play a game, you know, one play a drive, six plays a game nonsense that we've been going through for the last five weeks. Just just 
I can't, I can't, any, I can't go any further with it. People keep asking us on Twitter, like, you guys have got to ask about Mike Wright. We ask about Mike Wright every week. Every week, somebody has a question. Hey, Mike Wright did this, and we're told Mike Wright deserves opportunities. Mike Wright, we have a package for Mike Wright. Let's see the package. If the package is, I feel like, I feel like seven here. Like, what's in the box? I, 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 if there's a package for Mike Wright, let's see it. I, I refuse to believe the package is he plays one play where he hands the ball off and then comes out of the game. That's the Mike Wright package. All I got was a rock. Either play him or don't, but make a choice. Crap or get off the pot with Mike Wright. I can't go any further with the way the Mike Wright thing is going. Yes, I'm a little agitated by it. Other things you can take away from this game? Um, This is not a good offensive team, not a good defense. This is not a good team. So some of the things I talked about with Southeast Louisiana sort of hold still. If State doesn't blow this team out, I, I got issues. Go to the fourth quarter and it's like 28 to 10. Not good. State needs to put 40 on the board. The same way, by the way, Iowa put 41 on the board. That's Iowa, the team whose offense is so bad that their offensive coordinator has it in his contract that if he doesn't get to 325 points this year, they're going to fire him. So you should be able to get to 40 points on this team. If Iowa can do it, literally anybody can. So 40 points would be nice. And then on the other side of it, less than 14 points would be nice. That's what you need to be shooting for in this game. You know, Mississippi State versus a lower-tier MAC team should not be a contest at any point. Now, look, go back to the Ole Miss game against Mercer, right? Mercer scores on, what, the second play of the it's, it's They scored a touchdown on the first, second play of the game. Right, if something like that happens, somebody slips and falls, okay. But after that, let's let's have a, a, an easy one, shall we? I, I need to see some of the rotations defensively. You saw a new face last week, a guy I hadn't seen much of, Don Terry Russell. Third play of the game, he has a sack against Alabama. His first real extended action for Mississippi State, he has a sack against the Alabama Crimson Tide. He needs to play more. And and that's what Zach Arnett said this week. It's like, he plays like that, he's going to play more. Great! Fantastic. So we are playing guys. This team, that, that, that is the philosophy. We're going to play guys based on how they do in the games. Let's, let's have that energy for everybody, shall we? This is the week you got to play some of your young guys. Now, you got some issues on the defensive line in terms of who you got there because you've had injuries. Trevion Williams, he's out for the season. That's a tough play. That's a really talented kid. Calvin Dinkins, I don't know when he's going to be back. It's not this week. So really all you got there is Pickering, and, and, and Cromedy. DeMonte Russell's a little banged up, who's Don Terry's older brother. You gotta find some things to make them happen. Ty Cooper's having to put, put his hand down there and, and see, how, I mean, they gotta, they gotta find what they gotta find. But I wanna see younger guys on the field. I wanna see some youth movement this week. Not that State's playing for the future. That, that, such a silly idea that State is, is at, at this time is playing for the future. This team's loaded with seniors, all right? We all, you know, everybody in the local media, we all came into the season saying seven, eight, nine. Some people were saying ten wins. I wasn't ten, but I did say eight. I, at no point was I like, ah, oh, this is a rebuilding year. 
They really need to get some young guys on the field. No chance. No chance. Don't try to sell me that. This is this is this year is for this year. Zach Arnett would certainly tell you this year is for this year. He needs it. But you do need to play take this opportunity because you only you know if you're looking at this red shirt rule and you only play four games, this is one of the games you would have circled. If you're like, okay, we want a red shirt X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z are going to play in this game. So I want to see them. I want to see them early in this game. Give that give out some opportunities. That would be my message in practice this week. Be like, hey, you know, I'm gonna call your name early if you have great practice this week. You practice hard this week and, and you stand out. You might be in the first quarter. I'm like, get in. Do it. Do it here. So that's you know that's something to take away is the, is the performance of the young guys. Can somebody step up? It's gonna make everybody really mad when Creed Whitmore has like four catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. I'm like, where? Why? Just brace yourself for it. It's probably something like that's going to happen. You know, I don't know who's going to be running the ball this week. You know, Woody Marks and Jeff Pittman were both banged up, and I, I and Arnett said that you know you owe it to guys to let them play when they're healthy, and I definitely agree with that because you only get so many games. At the same time, you'd like to be careful with those guys, so we might see a lot of Seth Davis this week, the true freshman out of Katy, Texas. Talked about him during the offseason. Looked like he was making a big move up the depth chart. That hasn't panned out as much, but maybe this week we can see a little bit more of him. Anderson, Deontay Anderson, yeah, want to see some more of him. He'll be starting this week, I would imagine. All right, we're going to wrap things up, and we're going to talk about next week a little bit with the off week. What are we going to be doing here on this show and on Thunder and Lightning Podcast? I'll let you know the schedule when we come back. This is Thunder and Lightning live here on Super Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. If they call a celebration penalty on this, I'll shoot them. Trying to see how much of the the reflection off my monitor you can see on my glasses. It looks like a lot. You gotta be careful. Be careful what I'm looking at here. I am at work too, so you know you should probably be careful anyway on that kind of thing. This thunder and lightning. I mean, again, I appreciate giving giving the whole song there, Rhino. Good job. Thunder and lightning, Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Brian Haydad. Wrapping things up with you here on a Wednesday evening. Looking forward to getting home. AEW Dynamite tonight. The rated R superstar Adam Copeland. We won't be calling him any other names because we don't want to get fined. Makes his uh, Dynamite debut tonight. Very excited about that. Um, next week, Mississippi State's off week. We are going to bring back something we did last year that we called the bye week blitz. It's not technically a bye week, by the way. I'm on the Ralph Russo team on this. Ralph Russo writes for the AP. Bye week means you, it's like you advance. You know, and there's no advancement. There's just an off week, but by week blitz sounds cool, so we'll go with it. So we're going to talk to a lot of MSU coaches next week, including hopefully on this pro- very program, 
believe it's going to happen. Coach Chris Jans will join us. We have a so right now you are scheduled to have a dentist appointment six twenty p.m. next Wednesday. Don't be late. Talk to the dentist. We're going to talk to Coach Sam Purcell, Coach Chris Lamonis, Coach Samantha Ricketts, and Coach James Armstrong, MSU women's soccer. That team's performing pretty well this year. I'm interested in talking to him. Plus, he's from Yorkshire, England. So he's obviously got to be a Premier League guy. I got to, I got to, maybe, maybe he and I can be friends. Maybe he's a Chelsea man. Maybe be his friend. Watch the games together. Have a pint. I don't know. So that's what we're going to do next week. Also, I'm taking off from Sports Talk Mississippi uh, next Thursday and Friday. So you'll have to be without me. I know you, you'll miss it. Uh, so no Thunder and Lightning podcast on next Friday either. But we'll have all these great interviews for you all throughout the week. Uh, and who knows what else? Who knows what else? So should be fun. We ought to have a good time. Huh? Huh? I'm very excited. Hey, a double dose of college football for me on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I'll be in Davis Wade Stadium at 11. I'll be there earlier than that, obviously. Uh, but, you know, be there through the end of that game, and then I'll head and hit the car and then head up to uh, to Oxford to Vaught-Hemingway for a game there. I haven't been to Vaught-Hemingway for a non-Egg Bowl. I'm trying to remember the last one. I I, I used to go pretty regularly uh, to go see them play. They, they would always play LSU at home. The weekend state was at Arkansas, so I would go to Oxford. I, 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 I used to have a hookup for tickets there. This week, I just, I just sent, I just sent the, the higher ups a, a text. I was like, "What if your favorite bulldog wanted to come to Oxford?" They were like, "Come on!" So I was, "Thank y'all, appreciate that. I love this company. They really, they really do make me feel at home. Feel like, feel like one of the family. Not, not like the, uh, the Brian Kelly family either. The actual family. So love that. Um. This is a big game for Mississippi State. They, they need they need to at least show their fans. Who, by the way, what is the attendance going to be for this one, guys? Low. The weather is helpful. It's not cold. It's not going to be rainy. So people might might. But gosh, Almighty! Even even if State was good at this point, if they were five and zero, would be one thing. But like even if they were three and two, and you you, you felt good about them, this is five home games in six weeks. I mean, folks have only got so much money. It costs, it costs a lot. I mean, it, even, I agree with what Richard said yesterday. Even if you live in Starkville, going to five games in six weeks is a lot. I still don't understand how State has eight home games and they couldn't balance it out where you had two home games and then a road game and two home games and a road game. So they got five weeks at home out of six. And then after Saturday, they don't play back. So Saturday's the 7th. They don't play back at home until the 4th of November. Who makes these schedules? Who Who's in charge of that over there in, in, at the SEC? How, how do you mess that up so badly? Feels like it would be really easy. All right, this thing's got eight home games. Wow, all right, let's do two at home, one on the road, and we'll go and we'll keep that, try to keep that, uh, Formula going forward. It would have worked. They could make it happen. Ish. Or just break it up a little bit more. Five out of six at home is tough, especially when it's six weeks in a row. The bye is next week. I'm not expecting a huge crowd uh, in Starkville. But we'll see. Got food plots to plan. Yeah, I mean, I I get it, man. People, People got stuff to do. 
bring a pen and a piece of paper so you could take notes on how it's done while you're in Oxford. I'm just going to drink some beer. How about that? I'll just try to remember, Ed. I've been to Oxford before, Ed. Not my first trip. Been there, been there more than once. So it'll be all right. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Sports Talk Mississippi live at the Sanderson Farms uh, Championship there at the Jackson Country Club. I'll be there with Richard and with Michael. Until then, for Rhino, I'm Brian Hannah. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.